Hi everyone, I've got an interesting interview um, or just really a chat um, with my friend Kirsten for you today. Um, we get into some interesting stuff. She's into feminism and is just really starting her journey with um, looking into what paganism is all about. Um, and uh, we're both going along to the Cloudcatcher Witch Camp with the Reclaiming Tradition in a few weeks. So if you're going along to that, we'll see you there which is something we're both looking forward to. It's not something that either of us uh, I've really known a lot about before. Um, but, yeah, I'm finding it's a, it's a path that I, I have a lot of... I can see a lot of commonalities between that and my path in Druidry. So, yeah, it's really interesting to look at. Um, in our talk today, we, we end up talking about all sorts of things, um, different uh, ways that people can get involved with activism and we talk a little bit about Starhawk and the reclaiming tradition or what little we know of it um, and uh, if uh, you do want to know more about that I suggest you have a look at um, Starhawk's website or um, the blogs that she has um, online so yeah there's lots of information about things that she does or you might want to look at some of her beautiful books um, we mention in the talk the spiral dance and uh, the fifth element, which are both really nice, but I'm sure she has other books as well. We also end up talking a bit about menstruation and uh, how we deal with our blood time. So if you're not comfortable having this one on loud or in the workplace, you might want to put your headphones on for that um, or, you know, get out there and let everybody hear it it's up to you <laughs> um we also talk a bit about gardening and um connecting with the earth through through gardening and composting and <laughs> eating um vegetables that we've grown ourselves and things like that uh yeah it's an interesting talk about all sorts of different things just having a chat and finding um an intersectionality um between feminism and paganism and the the ways that we can come together to have a conversation that ends up being a bit more than what we are separately so I hope you enjoy it um, there's one part where I end up talking about transgender issues and I've got to say it's not an area that I know a lot about and I really hope that one day I'll be able to have a chat with someone who is a transgendered person and um, and learn more about that so um yeah, that would be really great because this is a, a big issue at the moment and I'd like to know more about it, especially because there are so many um, people in the LGBTQI community within paganism. Um, I think it's something that, that we can all do to learn a bit more about. But, um, yeah, other than that, I'd, I'd like you to just sit back and enjoy the interview. It's a fairly long one, or not really an interview, just a chat. Um, yeah, I hope you... I hope you enjoy the chat and uh, yeah, hopefully I'll see you either at Cloudcatcher in the end of April or maybe you'll come along to the Samhain event that we're running in Sydney at uh, the Pennant Hills location. Um, it's going to be on the 21st to the 23rd of April and it will actually be an interesting coming together of um, reclaiming and druidry because I'm, me, myself and Cara Fenton are going to be running a, a uh, workshop on the ancestors and we've also got Jane Meredith coming along who's of the reclaiming tradition and she's going to be doing a talk on the dark goddess so that will be really interesting I'll see you around hope you enjoy it hi everybody I'm here today with my friend Kirsten and um yeah Kirsten is really into feminism and activism and things like that and um and we get along really well we've got um little kids about the same age and um hang out a lot and in between mucking around yep. playing with the kids we we have deep discussions about changing the world yep. Yep. <laughs> making everything a better place we've got all the answers so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i just got her in today we don't know exactly what we're going to talk about but we thought we'd talk somewhere on the, the subject of um, paganism and feminist ideals and mm. activism and making the world better and, and thinking about what we can do. And, um, yeah, maybe you can just share a little bit about what you do. And yeah, sure. 
things like that? Yeah. Um, well, my, the main thing that I've been doing is I have a website for kids because that's sort of been my life for the last four and a half years. Yeah. So I have a website called Kids Size Living. Uh, and that's been that's been really interesting. It's been a good way for me to learn about the online space because mm. I think that's a really good place to have a voice, obviously. Yeah. Um, so that's been very yeah that's been very very useful for me to learn about online marketing and social media. But yeah. I've always felt that I would work more so with women and girls. Yeah. So I really feel that I'm going that way, and I've got two daughters, and that's really pushed me mm. along to learn more about feminism and female empowerment and how to be active in that space. Mm. So I seem to be doing more and more and, and Julie's just a really good friend because she kind of really empowers me and pushes me to, to get more Ditto. involved. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I always get really excited when we have conversations together. It's really fun. Yes, yeah, so you, but great. you're thinking about kind of shifting things towards more, doing more towards feminist type stuff. Yes, maybe, I would love Maybe studying a new new podcast and um, I mean, sorry, yeah. not podcast. Yep. See, she's got more ideas for me. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, she'll, yes, she'll be yeah. here as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I'd love to have a website. I'd love to, mm. to have a resource site for uh, for lots of things, for events, uh, for people that are interested in um, feminism and, and yeah. events that might interest women. And not just like, women, but, you know, yeah. about women. Uh, and yeah, because feminism isn't just about no, women. It's not just for obviously. women. I yeah. think a lot of people get, um, they they don't necessarily know what feminism is. I, I sometimes yes. feel it's a really unfortunate word for it. I think because it's, it's not, it should be yeah. about equality. Yeah. But, but then, you know, I think some people really still feel that it needs to be called feminism because yeah. of the imbalances that there still are. Exactly. And there are a lot of imbalances. Yeah. And it's, um, I think it's, a, it's easy for us to think that, we've come a long way and mm. we've made a lot of gains and that maybe things are equal. Yeah. But when, then when we look at the representation of females in the media and we look at uh, wage gaps and those sorts of things, it's, we've really got a long, a long yeah. way to go. So I, I really like the word feminist, but I know that it has negative connotations for I a lot of people. Just, yeah, it just gets misunderstood as man-hating. Yeah. Yes, think, yes, and that's Which is not, really unfortunate. It is. And so, yeah, when you have events, you do find, obviously, that not many not many men want to come along. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. I went to an International Women's Day event yesterday, and there were men there, but not many yeah. at all. Yeah, I, mean, I went to one as well, and there was no, no men no at all. Men. Well, it was one boy who would have been about seven or eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was really excited to be there. Oh, that's gorgeous. Which was cool. Yes, yes, the new way. Little, little feminist yes, in, the, yes. in the making. Yeah, but I absolutely think men can be feminists and I think they yeah. they should if, you know, if they believe in equality and Yeah, oh, I saw um, those pictures women. with the hashtag, this is what a feminist looks like. Yes. That was really cool. Lots yep. of guys wearing the T-shirts and the and placards, you know, at the, the rallies yeah, and things. Yeah, the women's marches. Yes, that was great. great. Because we need their support, we yeah. need we need to stand in solidarity with them, and we mm. you know because it's it's yeah it's not about women taking over and you know no no it's, it's just about both of us having a yeah. voice. It's not like replacing the patriarchy with a matriarchy. It's no. just about equality, really. Yeah, yeah, and and acknowledging that females have so much to offer, and mm. you know, um, actually yesterday they were talking at the event about um, oh, peace. Uh, agreements that have been made over the last, I don't know, however many years, really? the ones that had females making the peace agreements, so between countries, yeah, right. um, had 20 or 30% more chance of having a lasting effect. Yeah, right. So, you know, we can we bring so, a lot. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't actually know. I'm not I think it's just sure. a more balanced view, just having, yeah. just having both people, yeah. both kinds of people thinking about different we, needs and things like that yeah or, being maybe being more empathetic to the other side and coming to a better agreement mm, that I always wonder if that's like generalizing on sex too much though do you really? do you think it's just natural that we're just naturally different or do you uh, think that we create that oh that's a good question I do feel there is some natural some natural um instinct for us to be empathetic and maybe that comes from the kind of mothering nurturing side but I do acknowledge that not all people are like that so mm. it probably isn't I always find it a really difficult yeah conversation yeah and, and conversations around gender I will, will find really difficult too yeah yeah 
Yes, yeah. because you don't want to generalize I and say don't want all to talk women about are like, yeah, because are like that. It's so hard. I know I'm going to get it wrong for somebody. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And we can't, you don't want to leave anyone out. Yeah. Because and everybody's different. It's diverse and there's different ways yeah. that people see the world and, and feel about the world. And yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, some that's people true. feel that there shouldn't be gender expectations, that yep. that men shouldn't be a certain way or shouldn't be expected to be a certain way or women to be expected oh, to be a certain way. Definitely. But then there's also these conversations about or let people be, you know, like, like about gender, yeah. um, like people that are in the, the LGBTQI yes, yeah. community. Yeah, gender fluid. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then it's, and then that makes me think, well, some of them are like, you know, a male that wants to be a female or, yep. you know, is a female yep. In, yep. and has to do and needs to fit into that role. But yep. but then there's it's like, well, where did the association with being female come from? Mm. And was that something we should have done? Should we say that women are like this and men are like this or should it all just be neutral and everybody's oh. just equal? Oh. And then you get yourself into this crazy. Absolutely, yeah. Did we create it, or is yeah. it natural? Yeah, that's based. That's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I I guess there are lots of theories. Maybe yeah, that's really something complicated. I need to read up on. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, gender studies is a whole mm. area that that I just touched on a little yeah, bit when yeah. I was at uni. Yeah, me too. It's really interesting, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and in paganism, it's really interesting. Too, I, I sort of looked at it from a pagan perspective, mm. where, where we have you know the idea of a god and a goddess. Yes. So, um, some people see those as quite different yeah. things, and like women should celebrate the goddess, and men should celebrate the god. And but then some people like that was a really really old say, yeah. old school way of and and like there had to be like um, equal genders in all the covens, yeah. and everybody had to be married, and it was very <laughs> very, very, very organized strict. And, <laughs> And heteronormative as yes, well. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, but then over time people realised that they wanted to be more inclusive. They wanted to allow um, gay people yep. in and they, you know, they were mixed couples or mm. or maybe have single people or uh, yeah. or more women than men or more men than women that didn't have to be didn't equal. Yeah. So, um, and maybe a man wanted to represent the goddess or a woman wanted to yeah. represent the god or, you know, and so they had to negotiate ways of thinking about gender in yep. new ways to to be more inclusive yeah and so when did that happen well that, i guess that happens slowly over yeah. over time that mm. people you know in a you know wanting to accept more people wanting to be open and not wanting to be a dogmatic mm. religion we slowly changed mm. to i guess just the society was changing mm. yeah, i guess you went so, along yeah, yeah i i i feel that we we see our deities or our, you know, our ideas of, of deity um, in the way that we want to ideally see ourselves. Yeah. And so um, we've, as a community, like most people that I know in the pagan community see um, like the god and goddess idea as something that's within each of us. Yes. And that each of us needs to have a balance of masculine and feminine within Absolutely. ourselves. Absolutely. Rather than just women with the goddess and men with yeah. the god which is two separate everybody needs and to have a balance of the yes. two and that makes you whole and the balance might so, be different for different people yeah, so yeah. yeah so yeah some people yeah might connect more like you might be a female that connects more with the god yeah or a male that connects more with the yeah. goddess that makes or, total sense to yeah. me just and that is that me, why the christian god is male though because so far back it was all um written but like the bible was written by men it was all sort of yeah well, the idea was created oh, it's quite complex i mean it's sort That's of a like, bit more a bit more complex i guess yeah i mean there's i mean i don't i'm not a christian mm. scholar or anything no i no. don't know the ins and outs <laughs> of christianity but um from what i know of it i think the the holy spirit was was the feminine aspect of the trinity yes um and then actually. there's you know mary was a significant yeah. figure yeah. So they they still have a goddess element there. Mm. It's just not specifically divine. Yeah. Um. You know, like God the Father. Mm. But then, like for Jewish people, I believe that they saw the the people as the feminine. Oh who wow! Were, you know the. Yeah. In service to the god. To the god that was wow. the masculine. So. Yeah, I don't. It's interesting, but I don't, I don't how different religions. No way. I haven't got a reference for that. No, or anything, no, no. Unfortunately, it's a vague memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
But your yeah, idea the, of the seeing idea deities daily. as mm. as representations of ourselves that makes you know that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, like definitely. Um, so like Gardner, Gerald Gardner in and Wicca mm. was probably where we saw. Uh, the popularization anyway if it existed before that then maybe it did I'm, mm. I'm not sure but but um he certainly was the uh, and and because he came around at about the same time as the witchcraft laws in britain being repealed ah. so that's why he became quite a, a popular yeah writer mm. um and someone that people knew and 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 began this lineage of gardnerian tradition um and yeah his idea was about you know ma- male the you know masculine and feminine separate mm. women are the goddess men are the god ah, okay. um that kind of idea though i'm sure it's much more complicated than that for modern gardenerians yeah. they they've moved on um but uh yeah and then and then you get like the the countercultural movements and feminism in the 60s which yeah. would have been um like like Starhawk yes and yeah, the reclaiming movement yeah mm. me and, me and Kirsten are both going to attend the cloud catcher witch camp it's a pretty exciting time Very um exciting. in April so yeah we're gonna go and see what that's all about and it's neither of our traditions really so I mean no. you wouldn't say you necessarily have a tradition but I don't but it's have just, a tradition and this is yeah. all completely new to me the um yeah this reclaiming tradition yeah but I'm really and it's interested pretty new in to it. me as well. Yeah, yeah but we're yeah. both excited because it has that activism element in it. Mm. And um, for them, they were they were reclaiming the 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 feminine. Yeah, and the goddess, and yeah. that, and and I I believe they were reclaiming the the sense of the word witch as as a yeah. positive thing. Yeah, to make it more as of a, a positive you know, word, like as um, the. Uh, like the medicine women and the midwives yes. and things like that. So yeah. it's not yeah. like evil witchcraft. No, no, no. Because it was the yeah. the women that were seen as witches were generally the women who yeah were medicine yeah. women or who had a a point of view or you yeah. know were learned mm. you know and maybe were seen as outside the norm. Yeah, is that right? That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So basically it's, yeah, people saying, well, you know, there used to be lots of midwives and women used to have a lot more yeah. power in medicine and, and you know, helping mm. other women yeah. to do things. So let's, let's reclaim let's that reclaim power. That. Yes. Yeah, let's reclaim the whole thing. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I know a lot of people listening probably already know all of this. Yes, but, probably. But for friends of, of Kirsten's yes. who might want to listen in, I thought we might as well explain yeah. the, the well, what I, it means. I was interested in Cloudcatcher because... Uh, I don't know, yeah, from a feminist perspective and f- to find out their activism role that they mm, play yeah, um, and the idea of, I think I was saying to you before, of eco-feminism yeah. really interests me, this idea that that we are aligned with nature and we want to look mm. after the world that we live in and I'm just interested to find out what they yeah. do and what they, yeah, what me they believe. Uh, so it'll be a, a good... Yeah, and then... That I, I, um, probably the the most I know about um, the reclaiming tradition is having read Starhawk's mm. book. Uh, it was a really long time ago that I read the book, um, The Spiral Dance. Yes. But um, which is about reclaiming the goddess mm. um, idea in spirituality and sort of like the the masculine is very sort of out up there, out there, sort mm. of and. Uh, whereas the goddess is earthy yes and here yep. and so it has that connection mm. with the earth mm. um uh and uh then she also wrote a book called the fifth sacred thing yes um which is a kind of um revolutionary visionary book about the future mm. imagining that um san francisco has become a kind of eco haven where everybody no no around any cars and the, the grandmothers came and dug up the road and planted seeds and and that the 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 plants sort of reclaimed the city and that they knocked down all the fences behind all of the houses and just built the gardens and and every, there was just like a fruit garden everywhere and oh, that sounds amazing <laughs> I know and they have these like gondolas that go through the city for people for travel oh, and um like God. rather than having cars there's just bicycles and gondolas everywhere and um and they they get together for council meetings where everybody can say something, even little kids. 
Oh, um, wow. Yeah, just this beautiful vision of, of the future. Yeah. But then there's like, you know, there has to be a twist to the story. Of and there's, So there's, you know, the people over the hill the, that are sort of more militant and not living yeah. in this way. Water and, um, change things. Yeah. And mm. no, there's water shortages. So there's fights over water. Oh, and they wow. want to come and get their water or something like that. I can't quite remember exactly the, the twist of the story. Oh, I'll have to read that. But yeah, so it's, and then at the end it's all like, how do we fight? You know, if we're yes. these peaceful people, how yeah, do we fight do this? We fight? And yeah, so it goes into a lot of ethical mm. issues that like, and that really just encapsulates a lot of what she's about. I think mm. that, that, um, you know, activism and making a difference in the world, making your, you know, and envisioning a future that's different yes. and better and more, um, earth centered and community centered. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you remember how they did fight it? Is it was it through oh, I think activism and words and story a little bit? Oh yeah, but not, we can't do that. No. I haven't even read it. Okay, maybe but, we'll just say spoiler alert. If you don't want to know how the story yep. ends, just you know, fast forward a couple of minutes. <laughs> okay, so um, so what they do and end up doing is just loving the people and and saying oh. we accept you and we, you know, oh, we don't wow. want to fight you. Oh wow! And looking him, looking, going up to the soldiers and looking him in the eye, and some of them got killed, but mm. some of them were going to get killed anyway. Yeah, but they just said, "We love you. We accept you. You know, come and be with us." <laughs> That's amazing. I know. What an awesome way to fight. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. That's lovely, and it's very easy. I was just thinking when you're saying that, it's very easy to be oh. very. Um, oppositional with the people who are at the opposite end of maybe your, the political spectrum to mm. you or, um, yeah, or the feminist, you know, divide or something, thinking we've, we've got to fight them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but there's so much commonality really yeah. between people. Everyone wants a better world. Everyone wants a better world. It's yeah. just a different way of looking at it, yeah. you know, and you might see their ways wrong or they might see your ways wrong. Yeah. Um, and it's just a story. It's just, yeah. you know, the different ways that you've been brought up and the different experiences yes. that you've had that have shaped how you see the world. Yeah, it's it's a good yeah. it's a good reminder because I can often sort of close off the other end of the spectrum and think I just don't want anything to do with them. Mm. And then I think like we talked about a while ago when Trump was um, elected, that the problem is, is that you live in a bubble yeah. of just the people that believe oh, yeah. with what you believe in what you believe in. Yeah. So it's very important. Yeah, I was shocked that. when Trump got, got in yeah. because I just didn't see it coming. Mm. And I think that all the media that I was watching didn't see it no. coming either. Nobody saw it coming no. because they were in their little bubble as well. Yes. Nobody took them seriously. They were just reading the Twitter feeds of everybody mm. that agreed with them yeah. because the algorithms on the internet only yes. show us stuff that agrees with us you have to literally go out and look for things that you don't agree with yeah to be able to get some kind of objective perspective in the world yeah Yeah. like yeah you have to search out people that yeah it's really interesting (laughs) because otherwise yeah that's why it came as such a shock I was listening to Mia Friedman's podcast and I don't I don't normally listen to her stuff although she's she is a very strong feminist and she has some ideals that I resonate with but Mm. not others uh, and she was so shocked. She was following it very strongly and she just couldn't believe it. She was very, very upset thinking, you know, we had it, you know, the Hillary had it in the bag. But she then decided to uh, produce a few podcasts that she called Bursting the Bubble, where she oh. interviewed people who had yes, the opposite view to her. That's so important. So she, yeah, so she interviewed Andrew Bolt and she interviewed um, Miranda Devine and all these journalists that are on the right wing, yeah. say, perspective, and it was really interesting. And I have to say kudos to her because she did it in a really um, accepting and loving way, <coughs> I think, the way that she interviewed them, the way that she talked to them. And one of the people that she interviewed, it might have been Andrew Bolt, <coughs> he said that he, he purposely reads left-wing or feminist media or articles so that he's not in his bubble. Yeah. So really he has important. to, he goes out of his way to find it. And I have to say that's, yeah, you know, as hard as it can be sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that, I, I did it myself. I went mm. out, I just sort of searched on Google, like pro-Trump video or yes. something like that. And, um, and got all these videos that mm. were just about um, the Rust Belt. So yes. the, the areas in the US where um, industrial communities had, had, you know, the industry had left. Mm. And these communities were left 
in poverty. Mm. Um, you know, the, the buildings were falling down. People couldn't afford their houses. They were yeah. all, you know, defaulting on their mortgages. People were out of work. There was a lot of, you know, illness and, mm. you know, people without... Um, you know, and homelessness and drug yes. use and like oh, really yeah. bad situations. And Trump had come to these places and said, "We're going to reopen the factories. Why wouldn't you vote for him?" Yeah. When that was the story. Yeah. But before, or not before he got in, I never saw any of that. No. Because no. that wasn't in my world. Yeah. I was just seeing. And all we the, don't know any of those people. Yeah. And yeah. I think Facebook and and other social media platforms have a lot to answer for oh, in yes. just showing us what they think we want to see. Yes. We want to see an objective. Yeah. You really, yeah. Like I, I don't support Trump. I don't think he's a good guy. No, I think he's a no. little crazy. But yeah. but I can see now, having watched those things, yeah, that how if people. somebody had only seen those things, they yeah. would think that anyone else who wasn't who, going so, to help them. Hillary called them deplorables. Yeah. Uh, and again, for that's wanting their factories reopened and for wanting their lives back, yeah. that's not that's going to make them crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. So Trump knew a, what he was doing by going to these people. I think he genuinely wanted to yeah, help them. I yeah, think he really maybe, did. Maybe. And, you know, as a business person, he thought that he could work it out. I think yeah. he doesn't have enough skills in all sorts no. of other areas. Yes. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But in that, in that case, like he was pointing out something that everybody else had been ignoring. Yeah. You know, and that's. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah, seeing the other side is really important. Mm, yeah. The thing that I can't stand is um, for women, mm. you know, talking about feminism and women, is uh, often the way that women are treated online when they do speak out. They do, you know, speak their truth online. Yeah, right. So it's, um, it's yeah, I think it can be hard for some. Like what? What have you seen? Oh, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of feminist writers in Australia being threatened with abuse, yeah. Um, yeah, personally, they've, I went to the screening of All About Women from, um, from the Opera House, which is an event that the Opera House puts on what every year. What is that, year. A, a documentary? It's a, no, it's a day of talks. Oh, okay. Um, by women, for women, or oh, not just for women, sorry. For I feminists. To, for feminists, <laughs> for anyone who is interested. <laughs> I have to stop saying that. Um, but it's so interesting and they're often, not often, they're sometimes controversial or yeah. there might just be women who have, um, you know, might be promoting a book or something that they've, that they've written. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a great event and it always sells out. And so I went to a screening. They streamed it live. Oh, okay, cool. From the Opera House to Penrith. And, um, yeah, and there was a panel with um, Van Badham, who's um, a, a writer for The Guardian, and Yasmin uh, Abdel-Majid, who's an engineer and feminist and mm. young um, young Queenslander of the Year, and they had a they had a panel, and they were talking about some of the abuse that they have copped. Wow! Just from, just from talking their their truth, and you wow. know, saying their very educated positions on yeah. the treatment of women in different parts of the world and in Australia. And um, one one writer comes from America, and she said people know where she lives. She's had threats to her home, and I just don't see that. Treatment what, what of did, men. What was she talking about? Well, what do they talk about? Um, what is it that gets controversial? I think, well, I know with Van Badham, she got into a bit of a tiff on Q&A last year with Steve Price, who's a male. About um, interrupting? Yeah. 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 And yeah. because a lot of people came out in her defence yeah. and she went online afterwards to, to explain what happened, she was hurled with abuse from from particularly men on wow. the right side. Yeah. And it's a lot of it. Clementine Ford is another feminist that gets it a lot because she's quite outspoken, which is fair enough and fine. Yeah. But a lot of men take take to um, to calling her names. and. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of living in a bubble in, in that yeah. sense. I don't, I don't meet any a very little... Um, yeah. Opposition for anything that I do, even no, though I no. do like kind of kooky things, you know, like I do all sorts really of kooky good. things. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever says, <laughs> Yeah, crystals are crazy. <laughs> you know, or yeah, yeah. You druids. I wonder all why up. it's particularly in the feminist space. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I mean, to the point that Tara Moss has written a book about it. Yeah. And right. she's about, actually, this week on the ABC, for anyone who's interested, there's, she, there's a show that she's hosting about it. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think. 
to some extent. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are pagan that are not openly pagan mm. because they know that they worried. will get, they mm. will get, um, you know, vilified for it. Yeah. People won't understand what that means. Mm. You know, like the term witch, like people not understanding yes. what that means, like that it's a reclaiming of, of medicine women and, and women mm. who were powerful in the community. Yes. And, yeah. and valued in the community. Um, or, you know, and pagan that it's just living a life in connection with nature. Yeah. Like the, the association of it in, you know, in the Bible is, is not, it's not talking about the way that we do things necessarily. We're modern yes. people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I fully yeah. understood it until I met you. Yeah, right. So you're, you're educating, educating the you're, world. Yes, you are. You're educating the masses. <laughs> that's what we've got to do, right? That's yeah, what it's all about. Absolutely. You've got to make a difference. Uh, that's why I really believe that we should say who Have we are and what we believe yep. in. And we are going to meet opposition. Yeah. I think yeah. we do. But there's, you know, at least we live in a world where we're protected. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, it's unfortunate that maybe that... maybe some people aren't ready ready to do that, and that, mm. you know I respect that. Yeah, because things can change, you know, as well. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. scary. That is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the force of the opposition is the scariest thing, and I think it has stopped me in the past from yeah. being more, um, yeah, having that's, a voice and being, and, yeah, yeah, and having a platform. Mm. But I'm changing. Yeah. You know, I feel stronger now and maybe that's just because there are more people out there like me. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the more people that speak out about it and mm. say, hey, I do this thing and I'm not crazy, I'm a nice person and yes. I'm doing good things in the world and I want the same good things that everybody else wants to, yep. Yep. then you've got an opportunity to find common ground with people. Yeah. You know, because all of us want our kids to be happy and healthy. All Absolutely. of us want a, a good environment to live in and clean air to breathe and, yeah. you know, enough wealth to yeah, get wealth by to and, and, and eat and yes. have a roof over our heads and have the basic, you know, yeah. things that we need in life. Everybody wants the same. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to bring people together yeah. to talk about these yeah. issues. I think that, and I think you're this, you, you've got the same goal as well, yeah. I think, that the more we bring people together to talk about the different interests we have and the different mm. passions and things that we have trouble with and things we don't understand. Yeah, community um, the building yeah. is, you know, we're, we're stronger together. Mm. Yeah, getting out and meeting people and going to events and, mm. and making connections and find, because like, those connections that you make where you meet someone and, like, you and me yeah. right now, like, the like you doing feminism and me doing druidry is, you know, those are separately interesting things, but when yes. they come together, it's like, oh, wow, we've got all this information and all this yes. that we can work on together and really make a difference. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, going off to rallies or um, writing to our local members about yeah. things that are important to us so we can drown out the crazy voices. Yeah, we were saying that yeah. before. I think it's a really underestimated force of power to write to your local member about anything that that um, bothers you or is yeah. of interest to you because someone out there who <clears throat> really disagrees with you is already writing letters oh yeah they yeah, are you need to write more yes <laughs> yes we need to write more yeah, absolutely we all, we all need to to write to our local people to to try and make a difference so that we can be heard yeah yeah even if you think your local member agrees with what yeah. you agree with. I think that's the thing. If you think, you know, if they're the person that you voted in and you think, well, they generally agree with. Yeah, but who things. did never do something and then be really happy that someone yeah. else said, I agree with you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it shows them that there are people behind yeah, them and it gives them more. Supported. Yeah, more supported yeah. and give them more strength to go to Canberra with suggested yeah. changes. Or to just say anything. thank you as well if yeah. they do something good and yeah, let them true. know that you appreciate it. It's really good yeah, too. It's a hard or, job that they're yeah. doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like community services are something that make make things so much better. Mm. Like, you know, gardens or parks or you know, or, or festivals and events that happen in our yes. local area and things that are really fun. It's you know, it's really nice to say thanks. Yeah. We really enjoyed that. It's good, let's keep it going. Yeah, let's do it again. And offer your help sometimes too. Yeah. You know, getting yeah. involved. Mm. Uh that's something that I that I want to do this year, yeah. get more involved. Well, it's hard when we've got little kids. It does sort yes. of make things difficult, but there's always stuff that you can do um, mm. at different levels. Like maybe, you know, having a blog and a website and things yes. like that. You know, we all do it in our own different ways. That's right. Having That's a right. voice. Yep, yep. So, yeah, doing something like that. 
Yeah, and starting, for me, starting women's circles, starting a, a red mm. tent of sorts. Yeah, <clears throat> so exciting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my way to sort of bring people together and start the conversation and see what needs to be done. There, there'll yeah. be plenty of things I'm sure we can get involved in. Getting in. the girls together in a safe place where we can talk mm. about what our needs are as women. Mm. Yep. It's really important. Mm. Yeah, providing the space because I know a lot of women don't feel comfortable going to, say, their doctor or, you know, mm. to, to, to someone in a position of power about certain issues. So to give, yep. to give women a space to talk yes. truthfully and authentically is, is very powerful. Yeah, and, and, to, and to make those connections as mm. well where we can help each other yeah. and make each other stronger and, and you know, be yeah. more of a voice as a group. Yes, that's true. Because, um, yeah, you get 10, 15 people to write that letter to the the local council. That makes yep. a big difference. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. We need or, that park you know, or just, we need that Yeah, or service. just being there for each other, you know, yeah. a big hug or yeah. singing a song together or whatever it is that we do. Red yeah. Tent, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's Watching an interesting documentary or yeah. whatever it is. Hanging out with the girls. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's all good stuff. Yeah, it's not to be underestimated. Yeah. The power of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important. Yeah. yeah. So what else did you want to... Um, yeah, activism is a big part. I think the attending rallies and, and for me writing a blog um, at some point so is going to be very important. So tell us a bit about what you want out of the blog that you're going to do. What are you going to be doing with that? So I, want, I would like it to be a place um, of resources, a place to promote events. Excellent. Um, that like-minded people might be interested like in. Like red tents? And... Yeah, like red tents and mm. like rallies and like uh, women's events, international women's day events. I'm like sure people are really going to want to hear about that. So yeah. um, you've got to get that set up really soon. I do. So I know. you can give us a website. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. Yeah. Pressure. <laughs> um, and also just uh, for resources, because I'm a parent of girls, I know there are a few American websites that have really good links to mm. books that we can give to our children that show... Um, girls in really good characters really yeah. powerful characters and really yes. interesting characters and different things to being a princess yeah totally. <laughs> you know and being saved by the prince yeah time. and being yeah. saved by the prince so uh, i'd like to do that as well i'd like to link through to um to booktopia or something that has some yeah. really good resources for Excellent. parents what are some of your favorite books um there's the paper bag princess which is yeah a princess that doesn't quite do you know what a normal princess is oh, yeah. supposed to do. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, and she doesn't. She doesn't want to be saved by the prince, and the prince okay. doesn't like her because she's just wearing a paper bag. Awesome. And she says, "Well, stuff you." <laughs> I, I saw yeah. a, a a video that was going around, um, like stories for rebel girls yes. or something like that. And this looks really great. Yes, too. I need to get mm. my hands on that. So that was a crowdfunded project. Oh, cool. Um, by some Europeans, I mm. think some Scandinavians. Maybe? Yeah, I saw the video where they're like looking at the bookshelf and they take yes. away all of the stories that don't have a girl in them yeah. and then all of the stories that have um only girls that are princesses and yeah. there's basically like 10 books left on this bookshelf yeah, yeah it's crazy it's shocking yeah shocking. it's shocking so yeah. gina davis um you know from thelma and louise she has mm. she started it 10 years ago she started a, a research institute on oh, yeah. gender in the media yeah right. and she said um yeah the number one uh, career of choice for girls is royalty what? <laughs> Which is a really good gig if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> like money wise. <laughs> but seriously. That's crazy. I want to be a princess. Well, it's and my daughter does it. Being given. Yeah, and I don't like I fairy a, or a princess. Fairy or a princess. Yeah. And I have a four and a half year old girl. And to be fair, she's not thinking of career options. You know, serious career options. But she wants to be a princess every day, and I do not force that down her throat. I am no, not it's a, just around I'm not her. a fem. Like I'm not a. Yeah, I'm not a pink-loving yeah. mother, but it's just on TV and yeah. it's in all the books. And, yes, yeah, so the book about Rebel Girls will be awesome because it's highlighting lots of different women from yeah. around the world doing amazing things. Oh, my gosh. I've uh, got to get a hand You know, there's a lot of it. good pagan stories about really powerful yeah. women. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, not all of them. Some of them are, you know, very old-fashioned. Pardon? Yeah, yeah, there's lots, lots of good. Celtic stories about like Rhiannon that could be the, turned into a children's yeah, book. Yes, that could be turned into a children's book. If anyone wants that idea, go ahead, do it. Yeah, do it, do yep. it. Yeah, because we want to read it. Yes. Um. Yeah. There's lots of. I even have a book over there called Women in Celtic Myth. I'll tell you the. Awesome. 
So this story's uh, this book's called Women in Celtic Myth: Tales of Extraordinary Women from the Ancient Celtic Tradition oh, that's fantastic. by Moira Caldecott. And yeah, that's a, a nice one to have a look at. Lots of mm. lots of different stories about women in the Celtic myths. That's so, fantastic. And yeah. so these are really great resources. Well, yeah. Well, in paganism, we have a lot of really powerful feminine archetypes that are our yes, goddesses. That's true. That you know, there's there's hunter women and there's mm. um, earth goddess mother women that yes. are powerful, birthing all of existence. And, yeah. You know, the green mother, yep. Gaia. And, um, and then there's, you know, goddesses of death and destruction and change and there's goddesses of inspiration like Bridget yeah. who, who um, yeah. you know, with the cauldron and, and Keridwen as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there's, there's all sorts. That's fantastic. Yeah, lots of beautiful, yeah. empowering female archetypes in yeah. paganism that I think that feminism could really... And that would that would be good, into. good to introduce teenagers and older children to, oh, wouldn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think these these red tent circles and their goddess associations can be really Yeah. You know, work hand in hand. I think that's my that goal at, eventually is to have a um a space for teenage girls. Yeah. Oh cre- yeah. creating like yeah, initiation rituals mm. for Young yep. girls to become women and, yes. you know, think about what their gift so is for important. the world and what they're going to create. Yeah. I don't know about and, you, but yeah. I've, I feel like I went through that period without any real guidance or, yeah, um, yeah no rituals to sort of say, now you're in, you know, now you're going yeah. to womanhood. No, I, I think that's ritual. Ri- it was very clinical. It was yes. sort of like, oh, no, you need to use pads or tampons yeah. and this is how you do this and this is how you do that yeah. and, and, and have a bath. Yes, that was that was about it. We got this little book that had like a picture of a girl with her yes. feet up on the wall. Every day, and girls um, or every day women. Or I don't know, but it had mm. quite cute little cartoons mm. in it. Yep, and yeah, and she'd put her feet up on the wall to make her her cramps go away, and she'd have oh. a bath to make yes. herself feel better. And I used to read it over and over again because yeah. I was so interested in it. I think that book was my initiation ritual. I think you're. I'm, I'm pretty sure I had the same book. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they gave it to us at school, and we watched a video, and they showed us what a tampon was, and. And that was about it. Yeah. Um, and I felt quite happy about it when it came along. Did you? Um, yeah. 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 I was, you know, I felt like I was a woman. I was quite late. Though. A lot of my mm. friends had got it already and I felt yep. like I was sort of behind and, mm. and I was just glad that it turned up because finally now I was not a not little girl anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I know yep. that lots of women have. You know, it's it's dirty and it's difficult yes. and, it's, it's, and there's yeah. shame in it and yeah. you don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, I went to a really good talk about it at the Red Tent in Sydney mm. a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, we had Brie on once. Yes, so, yeah, yeah, Brie, Brie was yeah, the Brie was there. Yeah. And um, yeah, and we yeah, her Red Tent. We had a, a really good talk about menstruation and how yeah. it can be such a powerful, positive thing, mm. but we're told not to not to talk about it yeah. keep it secret oh. you know work go work through your period and don't yeah don't just let take on at panadol work. To, and it's like you yep. know period pain is even listed on the back of the panadol thing yes you, you take panadol for this yeah and um yeah I instead mean, of accepting that and and tampons is like don't let it out you know don't yeah don't ooh, no you know, hide it hide it <laughs> hide it away keep it away yeah. yeah but to to be able to take teenage girls through that time and really show them that to honour their bodies and themselves during that time yeah. of menstruation, that it's a really powerful thing. It's a time to go inward and mm. to assess yourself and how you're feeling and to give yourself space. Yeah, and know that, that your emotions go up and down yes. through the whole cycle, that, yeah. you know, mapping it out and knowing, uh, for me anyway, and I think everybody's mm. a bit different, but for me, um, when I have my period, that's like a release time. That's like yes. when I actually feel all of the tension that I'd been feeling before, Go away. go away it's like almost like yep. the bleeding is the release mm. of that tension yeah I and do feel like that too yeah. actually the first day is really intense for me yeah it's like you know you feel groggy and yeah and and sick and, and then it's like a release. horrible and you just need to really take care of yourself and just yeah. be gentle you know don't go to run or don't you no, know you don't yeah. have to yeah just be, to be riding horses gentle. across the beach yeah yeah <laughs> If you want to, go for it. If you've got a horse to ride across the beach, good luck to you. Yeah, go for it. But yeah, yeah, for me, like I find the two weeks that there are between um, probably like the second or third day of my period and Mm. and when I um, sort of the end of ovulation um, are my same weeks 
Yeah. That's when I feel the best. Yep. And then the two weeks after that, I sort of gradually get more and more um, emotional. Like, yep. And it's not like it makes me sad or but you're just feeling it, a bit it sensitive. It makes me just, no, not, not even just sensitive. Ah. Like, but it's, oh, I suppose sensitive maybe is the right word. It's like whatever it is, whether it's happy or sad, it just throws me into an extreme. Ah, it's like I can't find nice. a middle ground. I'm yeah. either super happy or really like can't not. deal with things. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed and I'm unhappy mm. and maybe crying, yeah. you know, like, or there's also those days when you just burst into tears at yeah. a puppy. Yes. It's just a bit too cute. So or yeah, something, or, you know, you could be anything. waves at you as they're going into class or, oh, you know, something that yeah. just melts your heart can yeah. make you cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching a movie about, like, geese the other day <laughs> and I was on the verge of tears every couple of minutes because it was just that time of the <laughs> time. Yeah. But isn't that so nice to know that? Yeah. And to, and yeah. Go, it's okay. To have the awareness. Yeah. But to tell girls, like, when we get thrown in, like, it's taken me years to yes. get to the point where I understand that about myself. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and girls just get thrown in the deep end. Like, of course, like, teenage girls yeah. are, you know, stereotyped as being, like, crazy yep because they just don't know how to deal with the changes they haven't worked it out they haven't been shown how to map it yeah i mean sometimes they have sometimes they have yeah that's that's, healthy oh it's amazing if they have yeah um i know i wasn't um and a lot of girls are are on the pill so they're basic Mm. and and they is quite a um quite a trend to just not have your periods at all yeah right so you don't have to deal with any of of that gosh really yeah so yeah, there's all sorts of things that I, I think is really on, interesting. I was only on the pill for a couple of years of yes, my me life because I found that it um, it completely took away my libido. Oh yeah, it made I, me a bit crazy. Yeah. Made me feel a bit crazy as yeah, well, right. like mood wise. I just yeah, I couldn't I I couldn't do it. So yeah, I think I was on it to regulate. Yeah, right. And then it was just too I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I know that generations before black people have been on it their whole lives and they haven't had any difficulties. But, yeah, yeah, for me, I was just like, you know what, I I quite like enjoying sex when I have sex. Like, thanks, I'll I'll have that back. I'll take my libido back. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) Drug. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what's the point of, yeah. It's it's quite easy to not have babies when you're not having any sex. Yes. With the added protection of the pill. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever works. For some people it really works. But I was like you. I just found it. Oh, yeah. It just didn't yeah, work for me. Yeah, each their own. Yeah. Everybody's got different ways yeah, of doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. That's, I, I just find it's, yeah, for me I'd rather be as natural as I can. Yes. I don't know. That's just my personal ideal. Yeah. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah. But it's all, all really interesting things to teach um, yeah. girls Yeah, or just at least to show the options as well. Mm. And, you know, and, and let them know how it might affect them. Yeah. And and that it's a time to honour your body and yeah. to be aware that you can create life. Yeah. And, you know, that's an amazing, amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also that blood is really good. I put it on the compost heap. I, I know, know lots of people that do this gross, now. But no. Yeah. I... I've got, I've got like I was talking to my friend about sustainability the other mm. a couple of weeks ago on another podcast and I don't know if I mentioned it but I I cut up old old bits of fabric yeah and use them as pads oh. and then wash them out and and reuse and use them that so like you know yeah. they say you're on your rags like that that's, literally that's, yeah, meant you ex- were using exactly rags, not disposable yep. you know landfill yes you know like things like that so yep. yeah using that's great it. and then you just wash out the water and you can put and it on the compost the heap yep and um now there are moon cups yeah moon cups so are a good way to do collect, it too yeah i'm just it, like i have issues with latex so yeah i'm not sure i would or, I or like, rubber or, I don't yeah know. I, I, have don't a, I like the idea of it mm. and i mean years ago the thought of doing that using that and like collecting it and giving it back to the earth would have just freaked me out but yeah. now i think it's 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 really it's really it's a really special thing. Oh, it's you know we buy blood and bone from the yeah. garden shop to put yes. on your garden because it's really good. Like yeah, and it's not even our like own <laughs> free bit of blood. Yeah. Oh, and there's this this book, um, Anastasia. Have you read that one? No. It's like written by a Russian guy, Vladimir or something. Um, mm. I'll just get the book because I don't like to not, not give resources. Yeah, Vladimir Megro. Uh, last name is M-E-G-R-E with a dash on the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's um, 
It's quite an interesting book. It, it seems like a fiction, but mm. like he swears it's true. Um, but there's this lady and he meets her in the forest and she's just a really amazing wild woman, mm. um, really connected with the earth. Um, and, uh, and one of the things that she says is that you should, when you're planting seeds, you, you should put them in your mouth because um, you, your body will tell the seed what you need. And so when the plant grows, it'll create, like, the food will be medicine for you. Oh, my gosh. So I kind of feel like giving my blood to the compost heap is making really good earth. Yes. Um, maybe that'll... Food in. I, don't, I, I mean, anything that makes me feel more connected to the earth, yeah, I love. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah like yeah. eating mushrooms the other day. We went mushroom picking and they and I amazing. ate the mushrooms and they were so yummy and were I didn't... They? And I'm not dead. No. <laughs> yes. You lived in. You picked the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> been terrified of going and picking mushrooms in the forest like i thought that oh yeah yeah super scary there's so many different ones you had some really big ones yeah they were yeah a good 15 centimeters across and they were Mm. delicious really really nice and there were so many that we had to leave them but that night like two nights ago i've had all these dreams about about mushrooms and and becoming part of the forest and becoming a mushroom and like just these crazy dreams about are about, you sure they weren't psychedelic they weren't because <laughs> because i kind of woke up and went that that was a weird dream and then do i feel i'm not tripping or anything am no, i you no. know there's nothing weird going on right now i mean I'm, that's amazing yeah. but yeah and i just was having these really cool dreams i think it was just because i was thinking yeah, about yeah, it yeah, you know it was on your mind yeah um but yeah like and, you had and to the mushrooms some. the mushrooms asked me to in my dream to please if I could be so kind, if I'm going to die at some point, could I come and lie down with them? Because <laughs> they want, oh they goodness. would like to eat me, please. <laughs> full circle. Yeah, it's full circle. You yeah. eat them, they eat you. Yeah, yeah. They just felt like you know, you're one of us now. You're part of the forest. You've eaten us, and you know, and now you're part of the. The consciousness of the forest, and it was like such a cute dream. I don't, I mean, obviously. That's a great story. Yeah. That's so good, <laughs> isn't it? That just makes, that's totally it though. Eating from the earth and, yeah, and being you know, one yeah, with the earth. Yeah, you become one with the place and you really connect with the land like that. Like, yeah, because they were local, yeah. local mushrooms, weren't and they, from our area. As women, we can bleed and we can give yep. back to the earth all the time like that. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's a beautiful thing to do, I think. Yeah, that is. So, yeah. Mm, maybe I'll get a makeup. Yeah. <laughs> or rags. Or rags. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. too. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like it's wearing good. a pad. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. And then you're creating less waste, and that's good too. Less I think that filled. absolutely. Yeah. And we don't have to pay for yeah, them. Yeah. You know, so the much fact money. Yeah. The amount of money that we spend on products, feminine yeah, products, so much. Um, is insane, really, when you think about it. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, yeah. we can like, like lower nearly, that. It's like, like if you want to buy the organic cotton ones, mm. they're, they're like, what? Six bucks a packet? Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need them. No, we can do something yeah. else and it's, that's good. Oh, it's so good to talk about that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I always think maybe people think it's a bit yucky. I'm sh- yeah. I have a special red bowl that I leave in the um, in the laundry and that's my cleaning up the... So it's a separate bowl. place and that's, so that makes it yeah. clean. That's a separate place that you're yeah, using. Just so, yeah. yeah, So it's separate from anything else. Just yeah. like you would if you were using cloth nappies for your baby. I mean, you would, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, if we can do that, then we can definitely. Then why can't we do yeah. it for ourselves? And blood is clean and. Oh, it's very it's clean. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's... As long as you wash it out quickly and mm. put it on the earth, it's, you know, yeah. it doesn't even smell or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, and I feel like my compost treat. heap is very. Oh, we we had well, you all had these, potatoes. I know we grew these potatoes. Just they, yeah. I mean, we must have put some like older potatoes. Like sometimes mm. our potatoes will, you know, go wrinkly and you know, yeah, grow a grow a thing. And and I just went, oh well, that one's already started growing. Let's just pop it in the compost, and yeah. you know, maybe we'll get some more. And um, not you know, paying any attention to them particularly, but then yeah, we got a few avocado trees as well. But being up here in the mountains, I don't oh, think that they would last. last. So yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, but um, maybe wow. next time. Wow. But yeah, little sort of you know, thirty centimeter avocado trees growing. 
That's incredible. Yeah. Your compost heap must be amazing. Maybe it is because well, of we don't, what we you're doing back to it. The other thing is we I just didn't want to anything? buy I didn't want to buy one of these big plastic tubs. No. no. Um and when they're in there they can't grow extra mm, things. No. And you're just buying another big bloody plastic thing yep. that one day you're gonna have to take to the landfill. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. And I just I, I found out that um as long as you keep it just vegetables. Okay. You don't put any grains in there, so you don't put bread scraps or rice or yeah. I mean fruit. That, fruit's fine. Fruit's fine. And vegetables, fruit, vegetables are fine. Yeah. yeah, just as long as they're not um, grains. Yeah. Yeah, because grains are vegetables, but if you put them in there, then mice come. Um, oh, so you don't get any rodents nothing. or anything because it's completely open, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. completely open. I mean, mm. we really heavily cover it with leaves and okay. and garden clippings and carpet or anything. No, nothing. Okay. No, it's mm. just um, heavily with with leaves mm. and um, and uh, grass clippings yeah. on the lawn, and um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you have inspired me to reinstigate mm. our compost heap. We had to one connect that... with the earth and yeah. your body. Yeah. We had, we had a compost system that my husband set up. You can get the plans online to make a composting system out of pallets. And that worked quite well. Like, it was my still composting open. system, it in includes leaves and a rake. <laughs> I like your composting <laughs> it's system. It's very easy. The open plan composting system. Yeah, yeah. It grows potatoes. It's wonderful. It grows potatoes and yeah. avocado trees in the Blue Mountains. Yeah, and there's some other kind of melon thing. And, and there were some, I think... There are the zucchinis or pumpkins growing down in the garden, but that was because I because I had the compost heap and there was mm. a lot of dirt there, and I I wanted to make like a bit of a flat area in the garden yeah. and cover up some rocks, and mm. um and so I was carting over all of this dirt from the compost heap, yeah, and then we just got some, uh, they're they're of the pumpkin zucchini family. Ah, family. They haven't okay. grown any flowers yet, but they might. But you never know. Yeah, Leave they're volunteers. Sooner. I like to call them volunteers. Volunteers. My dad, my dad calls them that, which that's I think is lovely. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't done any actual vegetable gardening, but we've just but been got... given gifts from the earth. That's, that's lovely. That's really it. beautiful. I love for that sort of stuff. It's yeah. such a fertile place. It is. Yeah. That's incredible. Our fruit trees are doing quite well, but mm. we we purposely planted them. But I like the idea of just. Mm. having something they will like eventuate. a bit of a bit of blood i think they will yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm hoping we'll get some fruit this year i've heard cause... that fruit trees like a bit of wee as well oh okay get, get the human kid. wee yeah human wee i'll get my, do my daughter to yeah have a little nature time nature time <laughs> <laughs> over on that tree this time dear <laughs> we're getting some lemons and limes yeah. Yeah, already. Cool. Yeah, it's great. But um, but vegetables, yeah, I need to get onto that. Yeah. And garlic, I'd like to plant some garlic because yeah. that's very well, easy. Yeah, well, the first thing to do is get your soil good and mm. just, yeah, making compost is so easy. Yep, I'm going to check mm. yours out before yeah. I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, like, compost, I find it it's a really interesting metaphor for, like, spirituality oh, really? and, and something that Starhawk like going back to talking mm. about reclaiming and things um, yes. something that she talks about is um compost as as like um you know we we let out all of our negative stuff yeah into like the forest you go and scream with the tree in mm. and it'll compost it for you and so nature will take out all of our waste nature takes all of our waste all of our poo and wee and yep. blood and and everything. carbon dioxide and yep. gives us everything we need back. It oh. turns those things into food and fresh air. Yep. And if we go and scream in the forest, you, we get love back. Yes. You know, we get we get that sort of spiritual renewal. You go and let out your emotions and your, your bad feelings in the forest and you're going to get it back. So spiritual composting. I think that's, that's a great amazing. idea. That's mm. amazing. I haven't done that, but I like the idea yeah. of it. Or just whenever you're feeling... Crappy. Just well, that's go true. You know, if I go bush, and you feel so yep. much better. Yeah, you do. Turns I you do. around. I go for a walk down at the Three Sisters, mm. and I do feel a lot better. Yep. All so the good smells, for you. the air, the smells. Have you noticed? I just noticed recently that the eucalypts are really letting off. Yeah. Maybe it was when it was a bit hotter. Probably oh, when it was yeah. a bit hotter. This it was so After strong. The rain and yeah, it yeah. was so beautiful. Mm, I haven't. It's nice. the first time I've actually noticed it. Nice. But yeah, yeah, some are stronger helps. than others. Yeah, down, yeah. down at. Um, I think we're getting point. a bit more of a growing time as well. Um, mm. A lot of the time in the bush in Australia, because uh, the summertime can be like a bit too hot for it to mm. grow. The, it has the been spring very hot. and the autumn will be times of more growth. Yep. 
So then when you get that fresh growth on the gum trees and when it gets hot, it smells really good. Yeah, that might maybe that was mm. it. It was so amazing. Yummy. So yeah, I, I, I get that spiritual composting. That makes total sense. Yeah. Cool. What were you writing there? Environmental... Oh, I was writing about intersectionality. Oh, yeah. Tell me about intersectionality. I'm just I'm, checking out your notes. <laughs> yeah, checking out my notes. I um, I was just learning about it, actually. I didn't know much about it. I'd, I'd heard this phrase, intersectional feminism, mm. and I thought, I don't really understand that. But I was reading about it the other day, and it's, I think it's basically the idea that, yes, women want equality. That's sort of the idea mm. of feminism. But we, that can't be fully achieved without considering all the other areas that are currently experiencing inequality. Oh, right. So racism, homophobia, transphobia, the environment religion. I would put in there, religion. Yeah. Yeah, religious persecution. So we can't, we can't look at feminism in a silo. Mm-hmm. And just look at feminine, like female women's yeah. rights. It's just discrimination issues. Yeah. Discri- yeah, yeah. So it has to be done. Has to be looked at. And you know, for so many women, um, these other issues are a big, uh, a big issue as well. So you yeah. know, for a for a, a black gay woman, yeah, you totally. know, she covers so many areas that, yeah. that that affect her. Yeah. So that's the that's the new sort of way that feminism is going is really being very inclusive of of all the different people and areas that need our attention Mm. yeah so so there's probably something that we can do together as as pagans and and with feminism you know some there's an intersectionality there there's yeah there's absolutely Mm. absolutely i mean just in terms of the environment and you know us taking care of the environment and what yeah, yeah because environmental women issues in a way is, is a kind of oppression, I guess, isn't it? I like think people so. that care about the environment. I always find it so unfair that people that care about the environment because they just want fresh water, yeah. air to breathe, good soil. That yes. should be a right. It Absolutely. should be a. Yeah, but Absolutely. somebody who's just bought some land and is like, well, I'm going to dig up all the gold and poison all the water in the whole yep. area, they yeah. get more rights. It's so yes, unfair. They get more money, they get more rights. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Yep. Um, I heard that recently in New Zealand they gave um, personhood to a national park. Yes. And gave it the same rights as as humans, Isn't like human amazing? rights. I think that's incredible. I, it's amazing. Yes, it's I was wonderful. reading. I want more of that. Yeah, I was reading about that somewhere else a while ago. I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but then I saw that as well in yeah. New Zealand. I think that's amazing because who else is going to stand up? For the environment and yeah. for special places. Oh, it has to have rights. Yeah. It has to yeah. be. Because the rights of the earth are, are our rights too. It's the same. Uh, yeah. We can't just be thinking about human beings. We've got to think about everything. It's all related. It is it's all, all intersectional. Yeah, it's all <laughs> intersectional. And to be honest, I'm not sure whether they generally do put environmental concerns in with this idea of intersectional feminism, mm, okay. but I think it should. Yeah. I don't, you know, if it's it, like if it isn't, it should be. It's like unity, really. I yeah. mean, you know, nothing is an island. We don't just... Nothing is an island. Yeah, we, I mean... I've always found it interesting thinking about where is the edge of me, oh, you know, wow. is the edge of me my skin or, or is it my consciousness or is it my yeah. skin or is it my is clothes it or is it, you me? know, my sense of personal space or is it all of my belongings and like my, my house or is it my community or, yeah. you know, or yeah. me and my friends or, you, you know, there's, wow. well, and, then you start and, thinking, and do I think, end at all? And then there's always, you know, am I the food that I just ate? Or am I this breath that I'm breathing that soon you're mm. going to breathe a bit of? Yeah, yeah. You know, where where is the edge of me? It it becomes a bit fuzzy. It does. Mm. Well, then I that makes me think of my idea of, and a lot of people's idea of the energy that sort of flows through us and connects us all. Mm. So where where do we end? Yeah, this is no. just yeah. You start looking at it and everything disappears. Everything absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, talking about me and my rights sometimes is yeah is not not sensible. We should be talking yeah. about the the goodness of everything and yeah. the, the interconnectedness well, this... of all things and and yeah. how it can all work better as a system. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. think this goes back to our. I think we had a previous talk about compassion. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, compassion, uh, understanding, respect, yeah. Yeah. acceptance for, for everyone and for all yeah, things. Everything. It can't. You can't. I don't think you can have ethics without it. Yeah. 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 There's got to be compassion. And I think there is. I think there is an uprising. I feel like there's an uprising and there's a change. Yeah. Happening. Hopefully, it's not just our bubble. 
I hope it's not just our bubble. I hope it's people getting together. Please tell together us that and... it's not our bubble. <laughs> I hope it's people getting together and networking and making a difference yeah. and making the world a better place. I think so. And, and yeah, that's, that's a fair point about the bubble because the Blue Mountains is a bit of a bubble in that way as well. Mm. There are a lot of compassionate, community-minded people up here, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's maybe different in other parts of the country and the world, but yeah, I feel like there's more of an awareness. Yeah. But let us say right now that, that it can always be created. If you're living in a place where you don't feel that you have that community Mm. or you don't feel that those things are there for you, you can create it. Getting together with other women could be the starting point for getting that together and finding what it is that you can relate together on and what, what, you know, how you want to see the world be a better place together and how you can make a difference. Just simply getting together with people that you share values on. might not be women, it might be people of your specific area of interest. Yep. And, yeah, and And finding out how you can collaborate and, yeah, support each other and... Make a difference yep. because, yeah, your power together is more than separately. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a really good point mm. because just because something doesn't exist already doesn't mean that you can't create yeah, it yourself. create it, yeah. Yeah, start with one person and then meet yeah. more, you'll meet more people together yeah. and it will grow from there. Yeah, if, you, if you're the person that sees that there's something missing in the world, that's probably because you're the person that's going to be the one to bring it to the world. Yes. That, that's inspiration hitting you. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yes, that's, that's the so world true. telling you make this thing. Yeah. Learn about it. Do it. You have the power. Yeah, bring it. Bring it. Bring, bring it, it to it. be. Bring it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's really empowering. Awesome. So, do you have anything else you want to tell us about before we finish up? Um, I don't think so. There's no real events or anything I need I wanted to bring because it's all okay. they've all just sort of happened, but yeah. I guess, you know, things to look out for in Good terms fun. of what I'm interested in. Mm. Uh um, International Women's Day and any of the women's marches. There will be more women's marches, yeah. I've, I've been told. As soon as you've got your website together, yep. I'll give people a link and we'll probably do another podcast. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Talk again, which will be great. Yes. But they, for now, they, if they want to contact you about finding out more, they could get you through Kids Sides Living, couldn't they? Yes. And yep. that's... Um, uh, kids what? Size Living Blue Mountains to Penrith and is on Facebook. A, is it with a Z? Kids Size Living? Or is it just... Kids Size, no. no just, so double S in there. K-I-D-S-I-Z-E. Okay. Kid size. Okay, so kid yeah. size. Yeah, kid size. Not yeah. kids. Not yet. So, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's confusing. <laughs> anyway, uh, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, you can find me there. Um, yeah. Or you can find me just Kirsten Barnett Brown on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks Great. for having a chat with us. Thank you for having me. Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, and, um, just to finish up, I want everyone to know there's a couple of events coming out that, um, I'm going to be going to, um, I've got Samhain coming up and that's going to be on April the 21st to the 23rd in Pennant Hills. It's going to be really fun. And, um, we've got me doing a workshop with Cara Fenton on the ancestors and there's also, um, Jane Meredith coming to do a workshop on the dark goddess. Um, and yeah, we're going to have a ritual and a bardic circle and a market and it's going to be great fun. If you want to find out more or contact me about getting involved with any of it, like the markets or something, um, you can find out about that at www.gseventsorg.au. And, uh, so that's gliding seal events. If you would just want to search it on Google. And the other thing I've got on is the English Ale, which will be um, down in Adelaide um, in Mylor, and that's on the 20th of May. Um, I'll be doing a talk there from 10 till 12 uh, for the Druids of Oz, which is a part of the the event, um, and it's $10 to come along. It's going to be really fun. I'm just going to be talking about my book, and um, I'll have some copies there to to sell and and sign and say hi to you and hear about how you've been going with it if you've already got a copy so that's going to be really fun too it's a really good event and I hope you can come along um yeah so if you want to find anything else more about what I'm up to um you can find out all about what I do at www.juliebrett.net okay thanks bye